right, we are off mute and time to go. Welcome back to the White, Gray, Black Weekly Manga Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all of the latest and greatest ongoing manga releases. My name is Bruce. I'm the proprietor of the White, Gray, Black YouTube channel. And with me again this week right, is we Gautam, mute, my partner up, in weekly manga crime. How are you guys doing? So let's get right into it because there is actually a lot of news this week. So first up, there are four new series coming in Weekly Shonen Jump in the next couple of weeks. And they're all pretty, uh, well, two of them I think are pretty big and the other two we'll have to see about. Did you hear about these? Uh, nope. I, I did hear that the stuff was coming out, but I haven't looked into any of them. Cool, yeah. So the one that interests me the most, which is what we'll start with, is Nisoi Isin, who is noted for... The Bakamonogatari light novels, uh, Katanagatari anime, stuff like that. That's also a light novel. But uh, he has a new series, which he is the author of, called Ango Gakuin no Iroha. Uh, and the artist for that is Yuji Iwasaki. Uh, I'm interested in that because Niso Isin is one of, if not my favorite authors. So... Um, and I was thinking all of his light novels are published under Kodansha. So I was thinking, oh, that's weird that he's doing this with the uh, Shueisha. And then I realized that he's published a lot more manga than I realized. He has like eight or nine one shots that have come out over the last like 10 years. And I have read like hmm. none of them. So I am really interested in this one. Are, are they getting the artists from the Monogatari uh, manga? No, they are not getting. Um, oh, great. Oh, great. No, that guy is insane. Uh, yeah, that, that I will. Enough. Yeah, I will pay attention to anything they do. No, the artist is Yuji Wasaki. Let me see if they have any info on them. Uh, a bunch of one shots. It looks like um, 2017, 2018. Yeah, about a one shot a year. Not a whole lot of. Do we read this one, Kusukako Mountain, where all the trash ends up? No, I don't. I have not heard of any of these. Detective Boy Kuro, Mimeto no Omito, Mato Hazure Kudobu. No, I have not heard of any of these, unfortunately. But I mean, the art looks fine. Um, I'm more interested in the writing. I mean, having uh, Oh Great do the art for Bakumonogatari is awesome, but the writing is still awesome. So that's the one mm -hmm. that I'm most excited about. Um, that one comes out in issue. 51, which I think is in two weeks. I believe issue... No, hold on. 52 is the last week of the year, so 51 would be like week of Christmas, maybe week before Christmas, I think. Okay, gotcha. So all these are coming out like effectively in December. Yeah, the, the list that I have has issue 50, 51, 52, and then issue 1 for 2023 are the four weeks that these are coming out. The Got first it. week we are getting... Um, a series called Ichi no Se Ke no Taizai. That's by the author Taizen 5, who's famous for the Takopis. The, I have not read it, but I have heard it is emotionally stunting. Uh, it's was it solid. Takopis Original Sin, I think is what the English uh, title's called? Yeah, yeah, Takopis Original Sin. Yeah, that was, a, yeah. that was a read. I've heard a lot of things about that. That's on my, my plan to read list. I'll probably try to get that in before... Uh, before the series starts serializing. But um, the other two I know a little bit less about. Uh, the, the 
series after those two come out in issue 52 is called Ichigoki Sojuchu by Seiji Hayashi. Um, their previous work is called I'm From Japan. It only lasted about eight months. I think it was in 2018, 2017, 2018, 2019, sometime around there. And it has like a 50-episode anime. Never heard about this. Might not have been something that was brought to the West. Uh, considering its name is I'm From Japan, it oh. may have been very Japan-focused. Uh, but it seemed How to be pretty only... popular. How's it only going for eight months but has 50 episodes? That was kind of my question, too. Is It seemed like it had like a you know, average length for a canceled manga. And then it also has an anime. So I don't know. I'm curious about that. Um, yeah, yeah, but that's by uh, Seiji Hayashi. Again, not, not familiar with their work at all. And then the last one is called Jinzo Ningen 100 by Daisuke Noshima. Uh, this is based on a one shot of the same name, roughly translates to artificial human 100, artificial humans 100. Um, Ningen uh-huh. is humans. Yeah. So... Those are the four new things we're getting. Uh, apparently, people really like this Jinzo Ningen 100. I I put that on my to read list also. Uh, hopefully, the one shot, you know, is good and the series is good. I think I, Weekly Shonen Jump, in my opinion, in the past I think twelve months has had one new good series, and it's Akane Banashi, and everything else has been garbage. Maybe even two years, right? Yeah, like well, I can't think out? of anything they've Aside done. Yeah, there. Uh, I mean, there's a couple things in Jump Plus, of course, that are good, but actual WSJ has not impressed me for the last two years. Trying to fill in the slots that Demon Slayer left and a couple other things, they have not had a whole lot of hits, in my opinion. Akane Banashi uh, is selling well. I think that one sticks around for a good which while. Watch? Which watch is good, but it's it's a gag manga, so it's yeah. Like, well, how which chap- yeah. yeah, which watch is good? I wonder how many chapters we're on for that. We're almost to hundred chapters on that, I think. Yeah, I think it came out. In so that's a, probably a, about two years old. Yeah, because yeah. actually a little over two years old. Because usually you get I think forty six to forty eight chapters, so a little over two years old. But yeah, yeah, yeah which watch is probably the thing before uh, Akane that was worth anything. But I get what you mean, because it's like, which watch is a, is a gag manga, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, I assume you mean, like, non-gag manga. Well, even gag manga. I mean, me and Roboco is also popular, right? And I, that's, but again, I think me and Roboco is over, also over two years old. Just in the time yeah. limit, I'm saying. Like, I think in the last year we had Akane, right? Akane's, I think, one year old in maybe, like, February? Something like that. But, yeah, in the last two years, it's like, they've had one series stick around i mean i know that there's always a little bit of churn um mm-hmm. but i feel like they've been cycling there's a like lot of churn six series at the same time almost like anywhere more than three or four uh dc ginkka and luna getting the axe <sighs> i don't know i volume one for that i don't think has come out yet or it's coming out soon maybe this week or next week um we will have to see how what the sales look like on that I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. It's nothing super special. I do think it's better than everything else that's been axed. I think it's better than yeah. Aliens Arena. I think it's better than the cell phone bullshit. Um, it's it's definitely been better than most of the new stuff I've been reading in WSJ. So, Yeah, it's fun, but it's like nothing special. It's fun, yeah. but it's sort of like, yeah, but if it didn't show up for one week, would I like really care? Like not really. I mean, not it's really, it's also yeah. very new, right? It's only I think on nine chapters, maybe ten chapters this week. So, 
I mean, usually series get about six months, right? You get about 20 to 30 chapters, sometimes less than 40 to figure out if you're selling well. What that really means is they, they want to see, you know, decent first volume sales and they want to see second volume sales match or beat those because they want to see, hey, mm-hmm. more people started reading this. Uh, more people are reading it now and so now slightly more people are buying volume two. Um, every canceled series that I've seen looking at sales numbers, they sell okay medium in their first volume and then volume two drops off and then volume three is lower and then it's canceled and then volume four maybe sells a little bit more just because people it's the last one but yeah the biggest i think the biggest thing that leads to those canceled series is uh is falling sales so i think it's okay if you're consistent you know if you sell you know twenty thousand for the first four volumes i think you're consistent enough that that wsj says okay they aren't falling in sales. We'll keep them around, see where they go, see what happens, you know, get them in anime in a year or two and it'll boost sales. Um, but if you have falling sales, uh, volume after volume, uh, Shui Show does not like that. So they tend to cancel those. And it makes sense, right? Like yeah, you have does. to have a proper hook. Like it's so much easier to read chapter ones and one shots of things than it is to read something at chapter 50. Yeah. Uh, I- so you ha- if they don't have that hook sooner or later, I'm, I'd be a little worried. I also will say, of all the things they've canceled in the last two years, all of them have deserved it, in my opinion. I don't think a single one of the things that has gotten canceled has been good or quality at all. I think the writing, uh, editing, and everything has just been generally pretty terrible. Yeah, you know, I I, I think Red Hood had potential, but um, mm-hmm. it, it transitioned from kind of a cool arc to something really Red boring. Hood was more so. than two years ago also, but yeah. I, yeah. I've, I've heard good things about Red Hood. Or at least it, it that it was okay. better than most canceled until things. it got the axe yeah 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 uh, did, did the the bone collector manga whatever it's called oh skeleton the... double yeah skeleton double. that's in gone? that's in jump plus that is still going okay. that's garbage okay. and i dropped it <laughs> i'll we'll yeah. put that in the news that's it's i i think we had had this conversation not on podcast but i told you that you know like at the end of the first volume, it needs to introduce some kind of twist or something needs to happen and they did that and it was bad and then I read one more chapter and it was not good. Yeah, it. I think that author will be successful with maybe their second or third series. I think, I think there's a lot of potential in the ideas that they had, and the writing wasn't the worst. It just needed, it just needed something else. I don't know. It was, like I said, it was. Uh, I thought it was really interesting. The first two or three chapters, I thought it had good action when the fighting started, interesting power ideas, and then it kind of introduced this twist that was just not not worth anything and yeah so yeah it, it just seemed like a uh kind of like a more tame version of uh it's just ajin right? ajin it was yeah, just ajin. it was just watered down ajin yeah and ajin has some issues but was much much more interesting and and sort of violent and visually stunning than than skeleton double ever really was so yeah. all right next thing uh this is something that i didn't even realize but uh weekly shonen jump is going to have its first female editor ever uh is going to be the editor for the new uh the takopi manga author taizen 5 is the name of the series so uh, her name is fujita i couldn't get her get her full name but i saw on twitter Uh, her name is fujita it's insane to me that that weekly shonen jump has never had a female editor (laughs) yeah that's insane wow well hey you know what Uh, that's going to be super beneficial from them for them I hope it is a sign of change things and it is not a one and done. We tried it. It didn't work, which I know Japan is 
done that kind of thing before. Hey, we tried it, didn't work. So hoping that Taizen Five is is popular. I think since the Takopi manga was was well known and popular, I think that this Taizen Five series will at least start out uh, fairly popular. I think I think people will look to read it because they've read Takopi and want to read this. So I'm honestly kind of surprised that they just have never had a woman's perspective. In it their, surprised like, me too. Also, I mean, yeah, yeah. Huh. I mean, understandable for, sure. for a. I mean, Weekly Shonen Jump is shonen. It is aimed at young boys. Clearly, the male perspective is important to them. I just assumed, like, surely there was one girl at some point in the last, you know, how long have they been doing this? 70, 60, 70, 80 years, something like that. So, yo, yeah. can we give Horikoshi that editor? <laughs> yeah, <geez. laughs> maybe. Maybe just he can have, write like, I feel like I feel like her job just needs to be, hey, give a once over on every single series like before they finish writing them and just be like, Hey, by the way, almost all of your females are written so poorly, like just, <laughs> especially Hori, but yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Especially Hori. Yeah. Um, Dan to Dan, our love child here, uh, has reached 200 million views on jump plus. That's for the total chapters, which is what are we just past a hundred or almost at a hundred. Close to 100, I think. Uh, yeah, something like that. So that's but very good. Deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Dan to Dan is awesome. Sells well. That one's going to be around for a while. Uh, there was a leak on Twitter, unconfirmed, that a Dan to Dan anime was coming from Studio Wit. How do you feel about the timing in the uh, in that? Uh, yeah, you know what? That would be awesome. They killed it in Attack on Titan, and uh, Dan to Dan is... I don't know. It has like a lot of motion, a lot of action. Mm -hmm. So I think they they do a great job. Uh, hopefully they don't lean too much into the CGI. That was their weakest point in Attack on Titan. Um, yeah, for sure. But I, I'd love like freaking hand drawn hand drawn like Levi scenes in Dan to Dan. That would be awesome. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm tentative. I think I think Dan to Dan does things that you can do in a weekly drawn manga like have almost constant action, right? I mean, you get maybe like one non-action, non-art kind of focused chapter every six or seven. I feel like in an anime, you can't animate every episode that well. I also wonder, I also wonder if people will enjoy something that generally lacks an overarching plot. I know this has kind of been my conversation point around Dan and Dan for a while and that it doesn't, really have a, a greater goal it is just kind of there's like one very minor greater goal and everything else is just kind of a week to week uh kind of a monster of the week something showed up and we have to fight it or a friend is in trouble and we need to help them type thing i, I think it'll be fine I, I think just judging from the success of the manga in general yeah but i think you're right in terms of animation it's the one punch man problem all over again it right? is yeah like, Speaking yeah, which, which is why I really great. would have liked yeah. to have seen something like, uh, like Bones or Madhouse on this, just to right. yeah, just say hey, after we're who's uh, I guess they haven't announced who's doing One Punch Man season three yet. Hopefully, yeah, it is one of those. That's, it's, that's Madhouse, I think. But yeah, Madhouse is kind of like a skeleton of its former self. They do a lot less than they used to. They are still good when they do things. It's but they hemorrhaged a lot of their talent. So it was like, they did they a even, lot of people uh, from Madhouse actually do, um, Mappa stuff. Now there's, yeah, a lot they're of all, over there. they all moved over to Mappa. Yeah. Well, because they were, 
they were the shonen people, right? And MAPPA just kind of cornered the market on shonen in the last three or four years with Jujutsu Kaisen and all that kind of and all that stuff. So, I think it's like a, a Gainax trigger situation where it's yeah. kind of just like an exodus, you know? Yeah, I still think yeah, I still think Madhouse has has talent there, so we'll see. Um, the last point. I don't know how you don't check Twitter that often. Tokyo Revengers ended today. Oh, um, I saw that. And everyone hates it. <laughs> I have not seen a negative reaction to an ending of a manga like this in the time that I've been reading manga in the last, you know, six years. In insane how disappointed people are with this ending, at least in the West. Uh, I I've seen, I think... Only two on this scale. Uh, aside, putting aside Attack on Titan, because Attack on I, Titan was not this negative. There were some people that yeah. did not like it, and it was it was half and half. The the people who didn't like it, I think, were a larger voice, but not necessarily a larger population. If that makes sense, this seems like no, but no one I have seen likes this ending. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, people threw a shit fit. I do. Um, okay, I do remember that one briefly. Yeah, but yeah. I I think they were kind of just being babies about it. But uh, the other one is that one that you read uh where like one of the sisters gets put into a coma and the other one's pregnant with it like oh do you remember? domestic yeah. girlfriend yeah domestic girlfriend yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. I, yeah people went crazy <laughs> about that i yeah so i i read there's like maybe close to 300 chapters in domestic no kanajo i read about 100 of them there is some quality writing in that series early on um and then it stops and it just does not get better and from what I've heard, it just does not get better, and then it ends. So, That's yeah, fair. from the things that I've heard about Tokyo Revengers checking in just on like the Reddit comment threads and stuff, is that mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks, months, you know, I'll click on one. Everyone has been down on this arc, and I didn't even realize it was the ending arc. So this might just be a thing of person's done, doesn't want to deal with it, just ended. I saw a lot of people saying like. Everything they covered in the last chapter should have been fifteen chapters or twenty or more chapters. I I think it's a Game of Thrones uh, type thing. Yeah, where that's a good comparison. It, yeah, it had a lot of chapters before it blew up, uh, and I, I think the pressure kind of stacks. Personally, yeah. I didn't really like it uh, that much, and I read like fifty or sixty chapters of it. Yeah, it doesn't. From what I saw from it, it didn't really look like something I would enjoy, but. Yeah, that'll yeah. be funny to watch. I also saw a lot of people apologizing to Isayama for Attack on Titan, for flaming his ending for not being good, when they say, no, this is actually bad. Your ending was okay and just maybe a little rushed, um, I, which I is think, kind I of the camp that I was in. I, I think apologizing to him on Twitter is kind of lame. I mean, it, was like, more, it wasn't like, they're not tagging him, right? They were just kind of like, I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. Isayama, this is what a really bad manga ending looks like. I think some people will, will die because some of these artists go go off or some of these authors go off the grid because people f- have a major freak out about endings. Uh, yeah, I, I imagine the pressure is crazy. So even though I didn't like Tokyo Avengers, I don't really blame the guy for wanting to check out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. Now let's see if we can get uh, the Hunter Hunter guy to check out and end his his torture I I, that he's been enduring so, for it, years it's it's so good but i i feel i just feel bad for uh, I, I, do, I do i feel bad i want yeah. him to get, well yeah that's a whole we could have that conversation we'll talk about hunter hunter someday um, yeah we should we should cool uh all right you went first last week so i'll go first this week um sure for favorite of the week uh we got a new series translated in the west it's been out for maybe two or three months um in japan 
Nope, you're... All right, I'm going first. Um, And that is called Akebane Honeko no Bodyguard, or Akebane Honeko's Bodyguard. Um, This is an action romance with art that I thought was really good. Um, We just got the chapter one, and I think this is... This has potential to be sort of the the best version of all of these tropes put together, if that makes sense. Um, This is kind of going to be, I think, a mashup of, like, assassination classroom with a little bit of maybe harem elements. I don't know. I don't, I don't, not sure if there's going to be harem necessarily, but uh, but it was good. I thought, uh, did you read this, I guess, first of all? I, I did, yeah. What'd you think about it? Uh, you know what? I, I thought it was a strong first chapter. I, yeah. I, I, I'm I curious to see where it goes from here. Yeah. Um, some of the things I really liked about it was the main character is not a generic, boring, black-haired everyman. He had an actual personality. Um, he was aggressive. He had an interesting style. He has messy hair. Um, everything about the main character I liked. I definitely thought he was much more interesting than the average main character. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, good visual design. Uh, I like that he's he's kind of a loud shithead. Yeah, exactly. Loud loud shitheads are good. This reminded me the dynamic between the two, the lead boy and girl reminded me a little bit of that uh, boyfriend girlfriend aggression manga that ended a while ago. That was really fun. Um, it reminds me of Yu Yu Hakusho, man. It's yeah, <laughs> this yeah this this page here. Boy, together, girl. Yeah, this page right here, actually, because I was worried because the main girl was like, okay, whatever, she's just going to be, you know, you know, the focus of his affection, she won't have much personality, she'll be a damsel in distress, and then, like, pretty early on, she's like, no, she, like, yells at him, and is like, hey, buddy, like, what the fuck are you doing, get the fuck to school, you need to be over there, you are not doing the right thing, and I like that, I thought that, again, she actually got, uh, she actually got some interesting, uh, some interesting character stuff in there too. So, uh, yeah. And I wonder if they're going to explore how, like the fact that she like is kind of living a lie right now. Like all of her friends are hired. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty dark. Yeah. That's definitely a, uh, a question for later in the series, but definitely something that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is more on screen is more, she's, she slaps him in the back of the head, says don't stare at everybody in class. She definitely seems more kind of this like perfect type, but I like that she goes against that type uh, by being really aggressive with the uh, with the uh, with the main character here. Yeah, and I, I just checked. Apparently, it's the artist and author's first work. Yeah, I, we're getting a lot of those. I think this is a. I want to say this is a. I wonder who I don't know who publishes this actually. This might be a Jump Plus thing that just is hasn't come over yet. Um. I'll have to find it later. Yeah, but then this spread where all of the people, oh, hey, by the way, everyone in class is actually her bodyguard, including the main character. Um, This is interesting, and I am a fan of... I am a fan of the variance on a single uniform for character design. Um, I know you don't read it and don't like it, but Maho Sehe no Slave does this with their sort of military uniforms where all the girls have a military uniform, but they're all styled slightly separately and they have different hair and different uh, personalities and stuff. And this series, I think, even in Chapter 1, does a pretty good job with it. You can see people have different uh, different tie styles, wearing their jackets differently, 
uh, different ties entirely. The girls, the, the standard, one of them has leggings, one of them doesn't. This one has yeah. twin tails. This one has regular stuff. So, um, Yeah, and the guy in the middle has like the jacket unbuttoned, hands in pocket, kind of reflects right, their personality right, right. without even like displaying them as a character. Yeah, it's cool. I yeah, like it's it. good. I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, let me get my mouse working again. There we go. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm excited to see where I'm excited to see where this goes if it stays up. Um, hopefully, the translators who grab it in the West do a little bit more of it. They'll probably do one a week, like uh, like most people do. Um, you were bringing yeah. a one shot, which is interesting that I read. So tell uh, yeah. me about dreams, reality, and a time capsule. Yeah, so big spoilers, kind of just for this one shot. It's like six pages. Uh, basically, two supposedly high school kids. Uh, dig up their middle school time capsule where they wrote their hopes and dreams down. They don't, they don't, don't remember what they wrote. One wanted to be like a famous chef and the other one wanted to just be married. And they talk about how their dreams can't ever come true and how naive it was that they wrote those kinds of dreams. And at the end, it's kind of shown that they're in an apocalyptic situation. So mm. no normal human dreams yeah, can little, ever little come true. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I dig that. It was, uh, it was a nice little one shot. It was melancholy, and I I love those, uh, especially when ninety nine percent of one shots are, I don't know, just all romance, random romance ones. Um, yeah. But yeah, this was a good one, and it takes like two minutes to read. So yeah, I thought this one was it. okay. I think in general, the more pages one shot has, the more. Uh, I, I yeah. The more um, I'm I'm sort of gonna enjoy it or like it. Man, my keyboard thinks that it is holding a button down oh well i'll have to do it yeah and, and honestly with these uh, fave of the week sec- uh, like i'm picking something that's like not chainsaw man or not one piece you yeah know? yeah because we talk it's, about those a lot but and we are talking about it, one piece uh in a bit i, I don't i i don't want to put one piece down for every single one um, yeah no i we've yeah i we think we mentioned it last week but we've we've set a strict limit on we can only talk about one piece once a quarter which we probably will because it's yeah it's worth it and it's good and it's a it's a fun one to talk about but which is today actually so we're gonna talk about One Piece after yeah, this yeah so I thought this was um I thought this was yeah, okay I thought it was, it was just sort good. of a cute I it, it was just cute and then the twist was like cute it didn't really go into any uh, hyper violence or anything like that afterwards so it was very much just uh, yeah I, it was just it was just interesting um, this is. This is one of those things that only works in a one shot and you can never, there's not more to it than there is in these, you know, nine or 10 pages, whatever it is. Um, Cause it's just and kind I think of, that's fine. yeah, it's yeah. just kind of a single joke at the end, but yeah, it was good. Um, it's definitely, you're right. It's definitely smarter than the, I found a cat, which now is a girl. The girl at school does not talk, but she looked at me for four pages now. I am in love. Uh, I blushed. We blushed. A lot of those. They're so saturated, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there, there's a saturation of those because they just get posted on Twitter and they are very simple to translate. And so Western translators grab them. Um, stuff that's, you know, 80 page one shots, 40 page one shots that are actually quality are kind of need, uh, need someone it, it, in the community asking for them to be done or else. Yeah. No one's going to get it, that. It's also like, I suppose, like uh, two two minutes of escapism for yeah exactly anyone who's romance starved. Yep, exactly. Oh, uh, I think uh, the one shot. I'll keep this brief, but 
like the apocalyptic one shot I, I liked a lot was the one with the stationary store. Mm-hmm. Um, like the dude had a magical girl manga before the world fell apart. Yep. Yeah, yeah remember I remember what one? you're talking about. Yeah, it, that, oh, that one was, was really... very good. And I thought that one yeah. could have been a a mini series or a mini series. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. I mean, real quick on one shots. I TV has figured this out, right? TV has figured out that there are a couple of different forms of visual media, right? There's a movie, which is like a one shot. I'm going to equiv- equivalent equate it to. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's the sort of long running series, which is, you know, season after season. Manga has not, some people have done it, but manga has not really figured out that uh, sometimes a mini series is the best way to tell a story. Um, I mean, we could use Takopi's Original Sin, right? That's not very, I don't know how many chapters that is, but I know that it's like less than... It's like 19 or something. Yeah, it's like less than 30, I think. It's very short. But it's like, I mean, that's essentially a mini series. And I kind of wish there were more of those, right? I mean, if you if you knew that some author you liked instead of writing a series for 300 pages was like, Oh, I've, you know, plotted out the entire plot of something. It's going to take me this long. You know, I've gone out 50, you know, I mean, 50 chapters is almost a full series, but you know, if they were like, Hey, it's going to be four volumes, right? Which is maybe about 30 chapters. Um, I would be more interested in seeing those and reading those. I think that, I also think that man, the biggest issue, speaking of Tokyo Avengers, one of the biggest issues with manga authors, I think, is that they do not know how to end things because they do not get practice at ending stories. Um, and if they don't, yeah, if, they, yeah. if they don't absorb the practice of ending character arcs or character uh, or story arcs or something like that, if they don't internalize that well enough to end an entire story, you end up with a lot of really shitty endings or a lot of good series with mid to bad endings, right? I mean, I'm trying to think of the last series that, that like, ended and it was like, oh, the ending of it was amazing and it was so much better than... I mean, I'm trying to think of things that have ended, but it's like, okay, Tokyo Avengers, people didn't like that. Um, Attack on Titan was pretty middling. I thought it was okay. Could have used two chapters, but I thought everything that, that contained in it was good. Kaguya was good. But Aka Akasaka should not be the standard to compare to because he is one of the best authors working. But yeah, uh, yeah, Kaguya was good for sure. Um, but yeah, you, you know the reason I think that they can't really afford to like drop it, like to end things properly, is because like if you make a movie or a miniseries in the states, right, uh, and it does amazingly and it's short, you you can get a producer to fund your next one pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, mangaka is uh, it's like they it's a what are you doing for me now it's kind of always prove yourself kind of an industry and it's hard enough to get published so i think once someone does get published they want the work and they need the work you know um, for sure yeah it's it's so, cutthroat yeah, yeah. i mean i, I think, I think the, it's just yeah how the industry is set up is kind of fucked up yep for sure all right uh we went to go see one piece film red this weekend let's talk about that real quick uh, sure how did you like it uh, I thought it was it was pretty dang good. Yeah, I, were... I watched every One Piece movie. Um, and I guess uh, in comparison, I I thought it was one of the stronger ones. I did like Strong World and probably Film Z better, but it's probably either third or fourth, com- uh, right next to, gosh, the sixth movie, Baron. Yeah, Baron of Monsteries, whatever, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I have seen two One Piece movies. 
a 2.5. I've seen Strong World and this one and half of Z, I think. This one was better for me. I thought this one was was really good. Um, I, I don't yeah. know. I just had, I thought it had better character writing. I thought that, I thought that all of the issues were more from things like editing and directing, less so the script, which I thought the script was strong. Um, oh, and before we get into it, let's just say spoilers. Um, yeah. Just so. Well, yeah. Minor, minor spoils. We'll try not to outright say things that are exactly sure. what happens, but well, no, fuck that. We'll just put full spoilers. Um, yeah. All right. We'll just, it's all, it's a spoiler podcast. We're talking about stuff you should have read or seen this, hopefully. So, um, did you have a favorite part? Yeah. Full spoilers. Huh. Uh, yeah, my I, uh, my favorite part, uh, easily the music and yeah, kind of just the part. animation and what went with it. But like a favorite spe- specific part is uh, probably her first fight with the Straw Hat crew. It was animated kind of beautifully, and yeah. her song was awesome. Yeah, I agree. The music in this in this movie is absolutely insane. I am an instant fan of Ado, who did all of um, uh, what's her name? I forgot. Kuta. One more time. Uta Uta. Uta. Yeah, I was like, she has a weird short name. Uta. Yeah, all of Uta's songs are done by this artist named Otto, who's like just turned twenty, is Japanese, and has. I'm not even kidding. One of the most amazing voices I have ever heard. She's insane. You're going to hear her now. In, she will be the like best anime opening of the season. I'm gonna guess two or three times in the next two years. Yeah, she was nuts. Yeah. Um. So we talked a little bit about the art. The I thought the art, the style, the music was all good. Um, character stuff that happens. How did you feel about the character writing, character execution? One Piece movies are always pretty light on this. Uh, it, yeah, this this one wasn't really, um, and I liked that. I, I thought I thought Uda was like a just a very compelling character. I, I didn't expect uh, just even judging from her design. I I thought she would be like a protagonist in some way and she is but like she's the movie's primary antagonist which i didn't expect at all going yeah into it. I, I thought mean, that like... was a really cool uh i thought that was a really cool reversal in my because i was fully expecting i mean when she's first introduced i was fully expecting uh oh there'll be some you know some somebody else will show up and they'll be the bad guy you know in strong world it's so obvious i mean the bad guy is just introduced as the bad guy and so I was, I was kind of waiting for that. I liked that they, I liked that they broke, and it was like, she was the antagonist, but she was misguided and emotional, and I thought her journey was awesome. Um, yeah, plot and all of that stuff was good. Um, do you think people who like, do you think Naruto fans will like this movie? I was gonna say, do you think Shonen fans will like this movie? But. Do you think someone who's a fan of Naruto and Bleach and does power comparisons on Twitter and Reddit for One Piece no. is going to like this movie? I, I don't think they will. No. Yeah, I don't think at all, actually. Um, because, I, I, I mean, there is, like, fighting and action and stuff, but it actually, the, the action scenes were kind of, I mean, they looked pretty, but they were the worst part of the movie for me in a way. Because yeah, they were okay. I, yeah, was... I felt like they they weren't necessary. I, I was like more invested in the plot right, um, yeah. and the character stuff, and it felt like the action, while it looked really pretty, was just kind of there because it, needed, it's a, it had to be. Yeah, it's a shonen movie. It's a one piece movie, and people uh, expect fighting at, at some point. You know. Yeah. Um, you were a bit more down on the sort of 
final fight bad guy than I was. I thought the design of it was cool and interesting, although the fight against it was a little all over the place. Um, uh-huh. Any, have you changed your opinion or still feeling the same no, way? No, I, I just felt like a tonal Musica. inconsistency. Yeah, Top Musica, which is just a... It's a cool a, name. A, a, a cool name, cool design. It was just a big piano demon. Uh, it just felt like a, a a big bad that was just thrown in there so the characters can fight. Mm-hmm. Um, when, like, the rest of the movie is all about Uta. And, you know, like... And I, I know Top Musica was talked about, like, the whole throughout the whole movie, but it still felt like kind of a, hey, we need to see Luffy go gear four and gear five uh and we need to see shanks use his sword um so here's a bad guy for that it that that was i think my weakest point of the movie but it did for people who like good animation it it did look like digimon the movie was super colorful and the animation was great yeah it was great um what did you think i liked it i I definitely i definitely thought it was better than i expected i had heard good things about it but i was expecting like okay you know like a good One Piece movie, sure. Like, I had heard, you know, Strong World was good, and Strong World was, like, fine. Strong World was fun. It was not mm-hmm. good, right? It was not, like, quality character writing or emotional impact or anything. And this one, I thought, had those kinds of things. So, um, this one, I'm a super character person. That's what I like in my movies. I like good character arcs. I like good character development. This ha- movie had that with Uda, and I that made it, a lot better than the other one One Piece movie I've watched. Um, I am primarily yeah. a reader. I have seen some of the anime and I generally hate it. So, <laughs> although the recent Wano stuff has been good. Yeah, and uh, if if you like this one, you'd probably like Baron Omatsuri. Baron Omatsuri. Um, oh, yeah, you you keep telling me that. I need to try to, to watch that one. So, uh, it's pretty dark, actually. Um, yeah, like darker than this one by like a significant margin give it a give it a score from an f for awful to an s for exceptional with b just a b okay a b i think i'd give it b plus i don't think oh, it's an give, a give pluses no i'd still give it a b yeah i you can give pluses but not minuses um yeah i i think it's a b plus for me i don't think it's an a a would mean like it's it's good like you know like solidly good and it's it's not it's still kind of a one piece movie it has some weird flashback stuff in there that's kind of like really slows down the momentum in the middle of the movie you just like have a bunch of flashbacks for like 30 minutes and it's like you could have done some of these at the start of the movie and it would have been fine that's what i was thinking like when luffy drew the little uh straw hat on her thing, which was like right before, it was like right before it mattered. Which I hate. Yeah. I hate when people do that. Right? That's the Horikoshi, yeah. the Horikoshi special, where it's like, hey, something's about to be important. Immediately foreshadow it in a flashback. Well, I, well hold, hold up, buddy. You say that, but you could also do it the Demon Slayer way, which is right after it. It matters. The Demon Slayer is even worse, which is their head is half chopped off, and then you do the flashback when you know they're going to die, and it's like this does not matter to me anymore. Yeah, yeah. Flashbacks it's, are. It's so bizarre. Yeah, flashbacks are a problem for a lot of for a lot of authors. Um, yeah, I liked it though. I mean, it's I think it's definitely worth it if you're a One Piece fan to go see the movie. So, any last thoughts on uh, Film Red? Yeah, Beppo is like really funny, man. Oh, Beppo, Beppo. Got, yeah, Beppo was yep. was yeah a, a standout was, in the movie. I and basically all he did was like screech and make weird noises, and yeah. it was just funny every time. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I but yeah. the Beppo jokes are great. We're gonna see we're gonna see memes when this hits uh, streaming or Blu-ray, I guess. When we get the, uh, yeah. the highest cuts of it, 
Um, so speaking of One Piece, we'll do some more One Piece talk. The latest chapter, which was 1065, The Six Faces of Vegapunk. Um, we'll, we'll have to put a strict 15-minute timer on this, so we'll talk about it forever. Um, we're still in Vegapunk's Honestly, lab. Honestly, let's just, let's just make it 10, and we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just talk about what we liked. Yeah. We'll see how we can do it. Um, so, end of Wano. After that, we're doing this Vegapunk arc in, uh, what's the island called? Egghead? Egghead, yeah. Yeah. How have you liked this arc so far? Uh, awesome setup. Uh, Vegapunk is super interesting. The island it seems really fun. And mm. uh, big reveals this chapter. So, yeah, it's, it's been yeah, great so far. Yeah, at the end especially. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, I'm I'm liking... Uh, I like Egghead. I, the in-between arcs feel more focused and have a bit more momentum than sometimes the bigger arcs. I mean, Wano had like... 80 chapters of a raid which is fighting and jumping around and sometimes you're interested in a fight and it shows up for one page or two panels and then you don't see it again for weeks um i really like the in-between parts of one piece where it's much more focused and this one has been focused and so i'm liking it again so far um yeah it's super interesting yeah we meet uh, sarah from jinbei lots of stuff in this chapter vegapunk in general is has like two decades coming right you know it's like uh, yeah uh, i mean I, when was he first mentioned was like chapter 90 or chapter 190 or something so oh man something it's been like seven that. or eight hundred chapters since vegapunk was first mentioned and oda talks about him a lot in the sbs and the questions and stuff he takes so yeah it's it's very important that he is finally on screen and the uh the one piece people on youtube the theorists are uh are eating it up so yeah they're going crazy um but finally, uh, in this chapter, uh, at the very end, we get the Lost Century information, where Egghead oh, is just a hint bi- of it, yeah. Well, Egghead is built on top of that civilization, which is is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So we'll go back real quick, but we meet uh, the other four or three members of the six-person Vegapunk split thing. We meet Edison, uh, Pythagoras, and Edison is noted for Flair. Pythagoras yeah. for his wisdom, and then York, who I think we'd met earlier for desire, and the uh, Daft Punk member number three, which is Shaka, <laughs> who is the logic Vegapunk, and I guess. I guess the, the, the fifth one is the evil one. Uh, or... uh, there's six of them, so the other two are... yeah. The evil one, uh, the evil one we met um, at the beginning, and then... And then the second one was hanging out with Luffy and Bonnie and yeah Chopper. Lilith and I can't remember the other one's name but yeah 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 but here's here's what you were talking about is on this last page where um, we've been talking for the last couple of chapters about how Egghead is the island of the future and it turns out that no quite the contrary Shaka says this is an island of the past. Um, a civilization from 900 years ago, which is exactly the time of the Void Century, has a more advanced technology than present-day One Piece world. So they're going to pilot that mech, or some mech, aren't they? I, yes, I think so. Uh, (laughs) One of the questions that I saw being sort of circulated around was, Oda was asked years and years ago, like, if, if you were going to do a manga after One Piece, what would you do? And he said, oh, I would want to do a mecha, a mecha fighting manga. 
And my guess is that we're just going to get a mecha fighting manga, probably in this arc. Like, maybe not next chapter, but in a couple of chapters. Um, by the end of this, if we don't have two mechs fighting, I will be... I'll... I'll yeah. I, uh, I yeah, think it's going to happen. I, I There's... I'm so confident that it's going to happen. I would take any bet on it. So I, I, I would too. Like Frankie is already mecha light, you know. Like so. yeah, my my bet is that. Well, I hope that Frankie gets something to do. He has definitely been appearing more often than he usually does. Right. I mean, even on this last page, he's in. I don't can't even tell you the last time Frankie appeared on like five panels in a single page in One Piece. It's been a while, and he's on right on this last spread. He's in. He's in five panels of you know seven or eight or so so yeah hopefully i think people have been talking you know frankie has you know looks up to um looks up to vegapunk and is a similar situation kind of robot body type thing so and he was uh in this time skip he was uh stranded in one of his labs true right yeah he spent those two years with uh he spent those two years with vegapunk's notes i want to say yeah, yeah, just like one of his abandoned like facilities or something, mm-hmm. and a bunch of notes. Uh, just like it, it's like if they do like a, a revolutionary arc, and Robin has no screen time at all, that would be like insane, you know? <laughs> yeah, I people have already. I've seen people complaining about it already of why didn't Robin tell Luffy about about Sabo and all this stuff? But Luffy doesn't care, man. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> we'll see. Um, I've read the leaks for the next chapter, and there it's going to be interesting. We could talk about this again next week, but we won't. Um, there was a chapter where Robin literally asked, like, "So yeah, there's a there's a bunch of information on pirates and how the world has changed. Like, do you want to hear about it, Luffy?" And he's like, "Nah, maybe later." Yeah, that was like right after they get back together on uh, on Sabody, right? Yeah, uh, like, hey. no, no, it was, it, was, it was like right after uh, Wano. It was right after oh, Wano. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. She's like reading yeah. the paper or whatever, and it's like, "Luffy, do you want to know about all the things I read in the paper?" And he's like, "Nope, <laughs> nope." <laughs> Uh, freaking great man <laughs> yeah it's it's awesome um so we kind of talked a little bit about where do we think this arc is going with the mech fights any other any other predictions for the future of uh one piece manga uh yeah so the cp0 is back which is basically mm-hmm. the cp9 from water seven i i don't assume they'll fight the straw hats i think they're just there to do their kidnapping mission and whatnot but um or assassination mission i think revolutionaries and government kind of clash like spies on both end kind of clash here and then the straw hats are just i don't know enjoying their big robots and doing whatever they want you know yeah yeah i think i think that's a good call it i think usually these in between uh chapters are much more combat light um i predict we get one maybe two fights and it's probably could be cp0 could be somebody else could be world government who knows but yeah, I predict we we I predict we get a mech fight. I think we're gonna get. Um, I mean, we got this sort of at the start of Wano with the Odin flashback, where people were like, "Holy shit!" Every week we are getting so many reveals about the history and about uh, like Whitebeard and Gold Roger and all this stuff. Oh, I think so that's what, I think that's what's gonna happen to an even more severe degree. I think we're just gonna get chapter after chapter of just. Here's what Devil Fruits are. Here's what Vegapunk has been doing. Here's what the Void Century was. Here's what the past happened. Here's what the world government did. I think this is just, this is going to, I think, open up the, this is going to close a lot of books for theorists, right? In the next 10, now until probably February or March, right? The next 10 or 12 chapters. 
good. It kind of needs to because we don't have. I think so. Uh, I, I I put this in air quotes. We don't have that much One Piece left to go. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that actually goes. I yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think that I think that after Wano, there are. I think Wano uh, answered more questions than it presented. I don't think it presented too many questions at all. We kind of got a tease with the man with the flame scars or the man scarred by flame. That was like the only real new thing. Everything else was kind of solved. Um, and I think, oh, right, yeah. I think we're going to continue on the, that trajectory, right? We're going to, Oda's going to give us answers to all these questions that we've had for 25 years. Um, and we're going to come out of this with, not with more questions about what everything is. We're just going to come out with this, like, okay, where are we going now to punch people? Where are we going to fight? How are we using this information? Um, that's kind of what I predict the next couple of weeks, months are going to yeah, be. I think so. And I guess we will see if Law got off screened. Yeah. I, there's no way, right? I have no idea. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? I, my guess is this will be one of those things where it's like, we don't see Law for six or nine months. And the people are like, what happened to Law? Cause it just happened. That just does that sometimes. That's what happened to Ace, man. Like he got off screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. He did get off screen. Yeah. So wouldn't be the first time. Um, any yeah. last thoughts on One Piece before we move on to our one more thing? Nah, let's chat about it next quarter. Cool. Next next fiscal year. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it in in uh, January or February at some point. So FY twenty three. Yeah. So that's it for manga. Um, one last thing, something we're playing, reading. Just want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about Fire Force just real briefly because I've been reading this. I'm about sixty five chapters in, I think, which is uh about a fifth of the way through um really enjoyable actually it's 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 peak shonen in the sense that it is everything i think a shonen should be it is a little bit funny it has good action it has interesting characters it has it is sort of plot driven with mysteries um it has good action i put these two pages in here just because this is uh shinra is a is a interesting mc he isn't the best mc in in shonen but he's better than average i would say um and like once every 15 or 20 chapters he just gets to blast his way in and absolutely deck the, the bad guy and it's you always you get a there's been three or four of these panels i chose this one but it's really enjoyable i'm actually really liking it uh i'm surprised at how much i'm liking it i assumed it would be one of those kind of like uh it's fine and i'll keep reading it for whatever but i i like it it's good it's uh yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a, a same author as Soul Eater. Have you have you read that? I watched Soul Eater, so I have not read that. But I watched okay. all of it, and I know that the ending was bad in the anime and different. Um, Pretty good in the manga. Yeah, yeah. the The thing that really inspired me to read this was reading Gachiakuta, the garbage manga. That was a guy who was assistant to oh, who was this guy's name? Okubo. Yeah, something Okubo. Um, it was, and I was like, man, Gachakuta, the, the design is cool, and I want more of this, and I could do with the... Uh... Shonen is a lot easier to read. I'm also reading Monster. That's a lot harder to put, like, six chapters a night down, because it's so dense, and it's dark, and it's draining to kind of read Monster. It's Monster is still amazing, but, uh, yeah. And Fire it's a slow yeah, Monster is also slow. Monster is 150, 120 chapters, something like that. And Fire Force is like 300, 
but I'm 60 into it, right? Already after yeah. after a couple of days. So really enjoying it. I'm, I think I'm definitely going to finish it out. I've spoiled myself on some of the ending because when it came out, I was like, hey, I'm probably never going to read this. I'll see what the ending is. But it's interesting to know that and to read it. I'm not, I don't care about spoilers all that much. So uh, interesting uh, to read that. So Yeah, I, I read like, I don't know, maybe 80 or something, Fire Force, but I don't remember like a single thing, to be honest. Um, but Soul Eater, I thought the plot was kind of like, eh, whatever nonsensical yeah. but uh the characters were freaking awesome and i remember feeling the same same way about fire force it's, they were just it's very really similar fun. the plot yeah the plot drives the characters to do things but it's much more interesting they're not even necessarily interesting characters but they're fun right they have interesting weird quirks they say funny stuff the humor is something that actually surprised me the most i was you know most of the most shonen are not that funny this one has made me laugh maybe more than any other Shonen, like it's funnier. Yeah, it's funnier on oh, average oh, for the it. number of chapters I've read than something like One Piece. Like One Piece is goofy sometimes, but like this is, I've had some legitimate laughs from some of the stuff that happens here, and the character, the character interaction stuff is where most of that comes from. So uh, the author is legitimately funny. I think Soul Eater was hilarious. Yeah, Soul Eater, I, I remember watching and thinking it was actually really funny. So yeah, I, yeah. I hope that this author does. I hope they do one more thing, and I hope that it's I hope that it's as good as Fire Force. I think they retired. They might have. Retired. I wouldn't doubt it. They did two. You know, they drew for fifteen years, probably doing Fire. I mean, Fire two. Force lasted eight years. I want to say that ended in twenty one. Yeah. I want to say it started in twenty fourteen, maybe. Two popular years. manga under their belt. Not many can say that, you know. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, if I see a cool fight, I'll go and look up the anime and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's awesome and sometimes it's just okay. Um, right. But yeah, I also really like the, fr I think it's the first opening song is really good uh, for the anime, but yeah. But anyways, um, you, you finished Persona 5, right? Persona yep. 5 Royal? I, I did. It was a really good game and I think uh, the Royal part of it was the best part, which is basically Ooh, like really? 20 hours of content or so after. End. Yeah, it's like one more palace uh and yeah basically uh the palace was the best palace in the game the villain was uh if you played persona 5 you will know that all of the villains are kind of mustache twirly super yeah. bad people even if they don't start um, that way they end up that way yeah or yeah exactly right um uh, this villain had is was not a bad person they wanted they had the best intentions and their desire uh was selfless so they're kind of like a parallel viewpoint to the Phantom Thieves, which I thought was really compelling and made for a really good arc. Interesting. Uh, and yeah, and uh, God of War comes out tonight. In one hour. Actually, we will. Yeah, I was about to say we'll be able to play it in fifty-eight minutes. I was watching the time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I got downloaded. It. I just went and bought it. Yeah, like right before we started recording. So. Nice. Yeah, I also downloaded it. I'm going to play a few hours tonight. Yep. And same. More tomorrow. Yep. I'm excited for it. The first one was absolutely game of the year 2018 for me like hands down phenomenal yeah yeah Ex really excited for this uh anything uh, any anything else god of war any last words uh no i'm just kind of curious as to how they dealt with boys puberty yeah apparently they um the was it covid messed up their recording because i think they started recording the motion capture and the voices and stuff and he was trying to think he probably would have been like maybe 14 or 15 because i think he was around 11 or 12 when he did the first one um mm. so i guess he maybe would have been like 14 15 yeah 
Uh, and then COVID hit and they had to stop production and then they had to bring him back and his voice had changed and he was taller. And so they had to redo all of that stuff from what I've heard. And they, I think they, I'm trying to remember what I've heard online. Uh, I think they had to rewrite some of his story stuff to make him a little bit older as opposed to being more like end of preteen. He's more like almost an adult type story stuff. So yeah, we'll see. I'm super interested. I think the, I think the, the God 2018 God of War might have the best, story and characters and gaming of all time i would i would put it in contention for it how about you yeah i i, I would agree it's it's up there i i can only think of a handful i like better yeah um, like maybe metal gear solid for plot but not really for characters and hades yeah. for characters but not really for plot there's a couple other things and that I, can kind of give it a run for its money but not on both fronts so yeah I, and i know i know you don't agree with this but i i think i'd put near automata up there near automata uh, i would put up there for characters but not plot yeah or maybe, I, yeah. I uh, I, yeah, for, for characters. Actually, no, I would, I would put it up there. I actually think most of my problems with Nier Automata are with the gameplay, so I, I think the rest of it's pretty phenomenal. Uh, I'd also put the Portal games up there, even though they're, like, not trying to be anywhere near the same thing as God of War or Nier or anything, you know? Um, yeah. They're not deep stories, but they're well-written. The story ones. execution in the Portal games is, is exceptional, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Cool. But, yeah, that's about all I got. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um... Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this on a podcast thing, which I will get this out on eventually, or watching, um, if you want to support my channel, check out my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash WGBmanga, or check me out on the rapidly declining Twitter. Uh, that's at WGBmanga. Uh, you can always find the YouTube channel by searching white, gray, black, gray with an E. We are now the top result, thankfully. Um... You can search that on YouTube. Uh, and un always, thank you for being with us. And don't forget to read more manga. And let's see if I can turn it off.